Ladies and gentlemen, season five, episode nine. We thought we'd have all the boys back together. We get one back. We lose one. James is gone, but Brez is back. Heyo. There he is. Yeah. Sweet, sweet serenity. Sweet, sweet Matthew. We've missed you. I've missed you guys a lot. And maybe we will get us four back together at some point, but we're not going to count on that anytime soon because we're just four guys trying to do stuff. You know what I mean? Today, we got to talk about how the World Series might end up. Something not so chill happened yesterday, but for you two days ago, the Chicago Sky are about to tip off in about 48 minutes. The NHL starts tonight as well. NBA preseason, we got some predictions for all of the following and what just said before that, you know, mind gone right now. <laughs> the list this week is uh, fall activities, things about the fall, and then some pop culture stuff. And then, of course, we end with this week's NFL slate and our picks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it. You can come get me. All right, so the volume on my TV started to work a little bit again. That's huge. Yeah, so now we have the um, preseason Charlotte Hornets versus the Dallas Mavericks on mute, which I haven't been able to mute my TV in like months. That's fucking very exciting news because we went through this for like 15 minutes, probably like seven times. Yeah. So probably like around what, 45 minutes total there? Yeah. 15 times seven. Yeah. Um, and we got it to work out. I mean, it, it takes about 45 minutes to fix anything. Yeah. That's all it is. And, uh, <laughs> 15 <for> it, times <laughs> seven. Hey, if, if we think about it, nothing that we say makes sense. So we just go right along. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Dallas is up a whopping 50 points right now. Uh, before we get into the NBA later, I got to say something. Tim Hardaway just made a pull up three. If he could make that and help out Luca Doncic here, they will be solid. That's yeah. all I got to say. I needed to say that before the episode started because it was pressing on my mind. <laughs> my basketball wet dream is somehow Jason Tatum getting traded to the maps because Luca and Jason Tatum teaming up together would be so fun to watch. They would, the league, they would lead the league in lowest scored points, but most wins because they both play so slow and methodically. Like there would be three seconds left on the shot clock every single time they came down the floor. Yeah. It'd be awesome. And then it would turn out like yeah. Tatum would just hit a fucking from the elbow, like a, a Kobe three or a Kobe like mid range shot that yeah. he, they have the videos back to back of him. Right. Uh, replicating yeah, like that yeah. around fadeaway. Yeah. Yeah. That makes no sense. No, it, it always does. And it always makes sense. Um, Go tell James that you miss him. Um, so James isn't here right now. He's got some work stuff. Um, so we got to talk about um, hopes and dreams for the White Sox. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things that could have gone better in Houston, but I was at game three in Chicago 
And it was the coolest thing I've ever been to in my entire life. That was insane. Full blown admitting that was fucking awesome and insane. It and who other than the man, the myth, the legend, Lori Garcia having the biggest hit of our entire playoffs. I don't understand. It's like just this. the way things work out. Yeah. Like it's insane. Uh, T you guys brought up the comparison to Ben Zobrist, which I fucking hate yeah. because I love Ben Zobrist, but it is comparable in the fact that during the season, it was like, what the fuck is going on? He's playing second base. He's playing right field and he's not hitting like he used to. And then all of a sudden comes up with a huge hit and then you love the guy again. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's ridiculous to me that the Sox had their highest winning percentage when he was in the lineup in some form or another. Yeah. Because, like, for such a long time, it felt like he was just like a black hole mm-hmm. in the batting order and would always make outs in the shittiest opportunities. And anytime there was, like, a clutch at bat opportunity, he yeah. he was always the guy at the plate. Right. And it was, like, the most infuriating thing yeah. for a hundred and... 62 games, <laughs> 166 games yeah. minus one because he was a hero. Yeah. yeah. Those stats are a little misleading. I mean, you're right, but he's a guy who's on a really good baseball team who had to play. Yeah. So obviously their winning percentage with him is probably up. Right. But his direct correlation with that? No. That's something we could talk about that's, another there's, day. There's definitely an argument for it. And the people who are all on his good side. Now, yeah. Yeah. It's really fucking funny because he's the longest tenured socks. And it's, uh, I think that was his ninth or 10th year that just wrapped up. Where were all you guys eight and nine? I before? swear yeah. to God, if you asked me if he was on the team last year, I would say no with like a 99% confidence in it. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> the whole thing with last year was that he was out for 50 of the 60 games and started the first game of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. yeah that made right. no that, fucking sense. That was that was numero uno bugaboo with uh, the 2020 season. Yeah. And then the seasons before that, everyone was just like 2021. We're just waiting for yeah. that. They're just playing baseball because they have to. It's yeah. like in their contract that they have to fulfill these games (laughs) yeah so um i i gotta talk about the way games in houston could have been handled real quick all right let's go through game one re uh jag my memory yeah so game one was lynn after we thought it was going to be geo um a little confusion there i was all hyped up on geo and then a new update came out and they handed it to lynn and then like Sox fans pick and choose the wrong battles all the time yeah. on Twitter and on the social medias. But they were like, so we're just fucking tossing Geo to the side. And it's like, why are we starting the argument? Why are we doing this? Lynn has been our number one all season long. If that's the call, that's the fucking call. There's no reason to rebuttal this. Yeah. Whatever you want to take up from it. I would have liked to see Gio go game one just because of what he's done for the team last year, the year before that, and that dumb commercial that always pops up in 2018. Worst pitcher in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and one year later, dude's an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, like, he did a lot for us to bounce back, and that would have been cool for him to start it off and, like, you know, things could have gone differently, hindsight 2020, whatever the fuck you want to say, but... When that game gets called and that's your pitcher, that's your pitcher. You don't fucking go back on that. Yeah, no doubt. I 
I think you start Lynn no matter what. He's been your fucking rock all year. Yeah. I know he had a little stretch at the end where he wasn't that good, but you have a guy who's all year been your fucking guy. You right. hand him the ball. Right. I mean, just because his command wasn't there isn't because it was fucking game one and he was thinking about Giolito. No. It's just, right. it, it's, it's the playoffs and the wild card. We've talked about the dynamic is the fucking best. It allows a guy like Lori Garcia to fucking become a legend in Sox history because out of nowhere, he hits a huge home run. Yeah. You yeah. have a guy who hits 400 all year who struggles during one divisional <laughs> series. And you're like, oh, he's the worst ever. That's just how baseball goes. Yeah. So, but in the pitching scenario, you start Lance Lane game one. I don't think you could have any regrets with that. This like, this was my only qualm with it. The Astros were very familiar with Lynn because yes. he pitched against them with the Rangers for like the last four years. Right. So they've seen him so many times. The reason Giolito had so much success against them in the regular season and in the playoffs relatively was because he was totally unfamiliar like Lance McCullers was to us. Right. Like, I don't think Lance McCullers, did he pitch against us one time? I think they said he missed, missed it. Yeah, he missed his start. Yeah, I think he, I think he missed his start both I'm times. I'm pretty sure that he pitched twice against us. He beat us. I mean, you could be right, but I mean, uh, still twice out of anything is is not enough. Yeah, um, but so we went Lynn, then Lopez, which I'm fine with. Ronaldo Lopez earned a chance to go prove something, and he only let up one run, and Lynn gave up five, and we ended up losing six one. Whatever it is, but at some point. During that game, every single person after Lopez, it went Crochet, then Ruiz, and I've been saying it for years whenever Ruiz comes, or not years, this whole season, whenever Ruiz comes in, it's kind of like our white flag. Yeah. That's 100% what it is. It for sure is. He's like the playoff version of Mike Wright towards the end of the season, throwing away winnable games to but like Ruiz, rest the bullpen. Yeah, Ruiz is always coming in when we're down like a, a crooked number, as yeah. the baseball fans would say. But the big thing about being in Houston was that we didn't get one Kopech sighting. That's the part that is in hindsight 2020. Lance Lynn is. I mean, you could we could argue about that for hours on hours, whatever. Right. What happened, happened. With the bullpen mismanagement, that was really bad. All series. It was yeah, it was, it was It was like offensive. It, it really was because you've groomed uh, Kopech into what? A five or a sixth inning guy to come out, and you know that. Right. And then Garrett Crochet, like, I don't know, maybe he said hello to La Russa a little earlier in the day than Kopech did. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, this kid <laughs> said hello and he shook my hand, gave me eye contact, so I like him. But that's where I get angry. Yeah. Because when there's situations like that where the bullpen is mismanaged, you can look at Tony La Russa and you look at his face and you're like, maybe Crochet did say something to him earlier right. and that's all he remembered. Right. Like, those... Those things can come up when things go bad. Right. Like you can look at La Rosa and be like, what the, does this guy know actually what's going on? Right. And during the season, during the first 20 games, we're like, what the fuck? This guy doesn't know. And then there was a stretch where we're like, this guy's a fucking genius. Yeah. But here's my thing with the bullpen. You talk about grooming Kopech, but that was your free agency too. You get Hendricks, you get Kimbrell. It's your bullpen is what's going to save you. You didn't go get another bat that you needed to make sure you had this bullpen. Right. That's the last, last, last thing they should have had a problem with. And you guys are the dire fans, and I'm sorry about what happened, so I'll let you guys talk about it. But that bullpen management was atrocious for someone like me who doesn't know shit about... Socks bullpen. Fuck. <laughs> but yes. Well, the other thing is like... 
when you're up two, three, four runs in the playoffs, is there a lot of pressure on you when you're going to bat? No. Exactly. Like the White Sox inability to put up any sort of meaningful runs aside from game three, that is the biggest right. flaw in the lineup. For sure. If you can't put pressure on their pitchers and their team, like yeah. the whole game, of course they're going to kick your fucking ass. I like, 100% agree, but that's something that happens in baseball. You have a choice to put that pitcher in. You don't get the choice to hit. You know what I'm saying? I totally agree with what you're saying. They didn't hit. They didn't show up. You guys know that. We all know that. Right. You have the choice of who you put in, though. Right. 100%. And it was, it was infuriating to me, like, the way that it all went down. Like, I was talking to uh, my girlfriend's brothers. Her family is all huge Sox fans, too. And I was like, it really pissed me off that they didn't use Kopech, like, in game one. Yeah. Like, right after Lopez. Like, Lopez came in. He pitched great. Like, I don't know what this resurgence was. I want Ethan Katz to be our fucking manager. <laughs> because what he's done with Cease, Reynaldo Lopez, Kopech, like, he's yeah. made these guys pitch to a degree that we haven't seen yet. Like, Cease is a young guy. Yeah. Hit. Okay, the other thing before I get like angry, the, <laughs> the umping in this game was so bad and so inconsistent on both sides. No doubt. Which which uh, last game or all of oh, the whole series? Okay, the good. zones yeah. were f- the most ridiculously inconsistent thing ever. Hundred percent. Like I was yeah. watching uh, the like uh. Game four, Rodon pitch yeah. against Bregman. And I was yeah. like, these are fucking strikes. Am I crazy? I pulled up the at-bat app. Three balls were called when the whole entire ball was inside the strike zone. Yeah. And the Astros' whole lineup is patient and disciplined. So every pitch does matter. So I could see the anger there 100%. The Astros' one through eight is just grotesque. Yeah. So we could get into that. What I forgot for sure and what Sox fans would have been blind to because that's their team and their team doesn't lose to anybody and nobody's better than them. Mm -hmm. The Astros are really fucking good. I'll be shocked if they're not in the World Series and it would not at all surprise me if they beat the Dodgers or the Giants. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you see like Boston and... Once I saw Boston won, I was like, if we can just get out of this series, we'll walk into the World Series. No doubt. Can you imagine what Houston's thinking right now? Yeah. Houston is already booking their World Series tickets. They're already fucking booking the plane to Cabo after it. What is great for them, which is Houston's still a small market team compared to Chicago, Los Angeles, and New York, is that everyone is still going to doubt them. And they played a fan base that was like, fuck the Astros, nobody knows them. And the Red Sox is going to be the same exact way. People are going to be like, Boston, oh yeah, they're going to kill them. And the Astros are going to be underdogs again. I, I don't know if it's a doubt because they all are good people like players and they're not good people. They're cheaters. They're scumbags. Right. Right. Cause it doubts so the wrong word. Doubt but. is the wrong word that just nobody wants them to win. So there's where like nobody's picking them to win. You know? Yeah. But basically what I'm saying is that going against these two historic fucking teams and historic cities, yeah. they're like, Oh, Houston, little brother. will never, it doesn't matter. It's like the Rays. They had a right. hundred wins this year and nobody knew about it. Right. And yeah. the Astros have four pitchers who have, 
are seven to eight games over 500. Yeah. That I didn't even know about. I didn't even know their names. Mm-mm. So shit like that plays a huge factor into us thinking that the Astros and the Tampa Bay Rays aren't as good as they are because we haven't seen them. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is like, this sounds counterintuitive, but having the Rays or not the Rays, the Tigers and Royals both be significantly more competitive teams next year should help the White Sox. It's either put up or shut up at this point. Like if you actually have the team you think you do and you win this division, good. That means you're playing a team 30 times. That's also good, like objectively good. They weren't that competitive. Sure, they were putting up a fight at the end to try and get to second place because they get more league compensation for that. Yeah. But they have young pieces and they have top prospects that they're calling up. Yeah. Like I would I would for sure have hope for this White Sox team. One it sucks being patient. A hundred percent it sucks. But with baseball you see you don't just have teams other than the Dodgers or Yankees who can just buy a new team every five years. In baseball you don't see a new team pop up one year and then go win the World Series. Learning experience Oakland A's two years ago Yeah, for guys who have never even been to the playoffs, guys who have never even been to this fucking country. Yeah. And they have two years under their belt and this should piss them off. And if they stay healthy, they will be really good next year. I understand how much it sucks. Yeah. I understand. I do, but I wouldn't worry too much. I know. Let's go through uh, the four games. (laughs) (laughs) So, Game one ended six to one. A lot of questions, but we didn't think we were going to take two in Houston anyway. So it's like, all right, let's fucking throw that game away and let's do something with Giolito. And then, you know, you're like, okay, this is the guy who they first told us and now he's back and now it's Giolito, the White Sox. Boom. We're going to get one in Houston. Let's end it in Chicago. Giolito goes four and one. Not terrible, not great. Four earned runs, four runs total. I'm sorry, but for a guy who's like your ace, for him and Lynn to go out and perform like that, that's terrible. It is. It is. I was trying not to be rude. but the, No, I know, but I can say it. Yeah, because I'm about to get very rude <laughs> for this game. This game, I lost my fucking shit. Go ahead. So after Giolito, I was like, okay, if it's not Kopech right now. Yeah. If it's not Kopech or Tapera right now, something is fucking wrong. And they brought Crochet out again after pitching the entire fucking game the night before. Yeah. What are we fucking doing? You are grooming Michael Kopech. For some reason, you're grooming him to go two innings, one and one third, whatever. You're grooming him at five, six innings the entire time. And then you fucking throw Crochet both away games. What are we doing? And how many times did you see Crochet pitching down the stretch at all? Like meaningfully. Exactly. Yeah, you did. He wasn't there for the last month and a half of the fucking season. And when he like, was out there, he, he was, was getting shelled. He was getting shelled, and he had maybe one good batter, an outing. Yeah. Where he had a grotesque slider that made somebody look like a legitimate infant. Yeah. And then would get shelled for four runs. So we go crochet and then Tapera and I like when Tapera got in, I was like, okay, so now we're kind of making a little bit of sense. Tapera was in for one out or one inning to get, get in, get out. And then I was hoping that, you know, maybe we're into this Kopech, Kimbrel, Hendricks. Yeah. Which, you know, that was kind of all the fans thoughts when we get to the playoffs, that's what it's going to be. Nope. 
Bummer. I almost flipped a table where I was watching the game. I had to walk away. I walked outside and I walked around the block. I was like, I can't fucking watch this. What are we doing? If there's not, if they're not going to come out and say that Kopech has arm soreness or tendonitis in his elbow, or he's fucking shitting his pants in the dugout, there needed to be an excuse that he was not in the fucking game. A really good one. And I would have been fine if they just said he's got diarrhea. Yeah. That's yeah, a pretty good reason. excuse. It's a pretty good excuse yeah. because I'd rather have you letting in the runs in the toilet than in the ballpark. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank that you was very good. much. I like Thank that. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So we're already down at that point and bummer comes in. Bummer for us. Yeah, absolute bummer. And then we decide to go Kimbrel Hendricks. Yeah. No Kopech at all. And the worst fucking part of it, when Brady brought it up earlier, that you can you can choose who you get to throw. That's the thing you got control over. And at the time that we had the ability to choose who we wanted to bat, we subbed in Cesar Hernandez for Adam Engel. Yeah, that was that was by far the most to put thing. in two defensive liabilities. So that's the thing that I'm saying is that in free agency you went after bullpen. And you got Cesar Hernandez, who isn't the guy that you wanted. Right. But you put him in instead of the bullpen that you've been grooming. Mm-hmm. It's maddening. It's maddening. Yeah. And so Cesar goes to second, which forces Lurie to go out to left. And when you're playing, I don't care how adaptable right. you are to a position, when you have just played seven innings at one position, you are bound to fuck up a little bit. When you go to a completely different part of the ballpark. 100%. Yeah. And Adam Engel is in the game defensively for, he's just in the game for defense. And yeah. hope to God that he runs into a ball at the nine spot. Yeah. Why make a change in a tie game in the seventh inning to put a worse defender out there at both positions? Yeah. Lori played fine. Better than fine at second base the entire time. Exactly. 100%. There's no reason to make that sub if you wanted to. Fucking pinch hit sheets. That's that's all I'm saying. Like or Vaughn. Like no, if, Vaughn was already DH. What the fuck am I talking about? Gavin Sheets and Andrew Vaughn need to be regular staples of the lineup next year, just because of the power presence that they bring to the table. Like you have to pitch them certain ways. Yeah. But like this moving forward gets me like into the off season. If we're going to actually be legitimate contenders, we need minimally one more elite level bat, whether it's Nick Castellanos or Marcus Semien, one of the two. And we need a starting pitcher. And I'm hoping that when we're freezing our balls off in December, watching the bears lose in Lambeau, that I get an update on my phone that says the bear or the Sox have signed blank and blank. They are now the leading 2022 World Series favorite. No doubt. Yeah. Because it has to happen. There are things that need to be addressed, and it is left or right field, second base, and you need another fucking stud arm. If you're going to go into training camp in these next four months before training camp, and you're not going to have a word with Kopech and Crochet about what their role is next year, then get the fuck out. We can't afford that. Yeah. Because you have two guys who thought, I'm going to be a starter. I'm going to be a starter. I'm going to be a starter. Then they saw two inning max. Yep. That doesn't make fucking sense. And so what are you doing with them? The whole reason for tapering Kopech like this whole season was he hasn't pitched in two years. What the fuck difference is how little he worked this year 
yeah. going to be if you make him like a, a regular part of a five-man rotation the next year. 100%. You're doing the same fucking thing to his shoulder yeah. 10 times over. Yeah, it's like the whole argument of like not starting your quarterback in the NFL. It's like, so dumb. It's like you can get injured in practice. Yeah. You're throwing every fucking day. You're running every day. Non-contact injuries fucking happen. Yeah. The throwing motion for baseball, not fucking normal. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. You could tear that shit today. You right. could yeah. tear it game one or game 161. Who knows? There's a finite amount of time where you are careful with somebody. Yeah. Like he, he, he can't leave him in the bullpen yeah. forever. No. Especially if you're going to turn him around and have him be a starter yeah. the next year. And shocker, you want to know what's even more detrimental to somebody's arm? Not letting them know right. when they're going to throw. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Or just putting him in situations where it's just god awful. He says he's not available for game four. Who comes out of the bullpen first? Him. <laughs> right? like, in a pressure situation with guys on base. A the, guy on third, actually. The yeah. last thing I have to say about this, and it's going to totally counter my point from last week and maybe lose <laughs> all of my credibility, but that's who I am. So it actually uh, boosts my credibility. Yeah. As I said, Jalen Hurts is too young to throw away tape. These guys need to throw this all <laughs> fucking away. Like, all of it. Goodbye. Because hopefully La Russa isn't there next year. So then you get everything oh, that he dude. blamed on him. So you throw the bullpen out of the way. Yeah. And if you start counting on Lurie Garcia to hit home runs, yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. So throw that away as well. Enjoy the moment. Watch that video over and over again because it was electric. But that shit ain't going to keep happening. So that also goes in the garbage. And then there are four very good starting pitchers who did not show up. Throw that in the garbage as well, because that's not going to keep happening either. There it is. I don't think we can keep talking about this series. It's over. It's done with. See you in 2022. I'm on to the Bulls. And the Chicago Sky. But let's finish up uh, World Series matchups. How do we think uh, Red Sox Astros is going to go? What's going to happen in game five of Dodgers Giants and then those that winner facing the Braves? I would be shocked if the Red Sox Astro series goes more than five games. Yep. Um, and I think it's going to be a Houston bloodbath. I think they're going. But the other thing is Boston can score runs. Boston like, can boom. That's why I think that they. Five game prediction is crazy. I think they are going to butt heads so well that it goes seven, and whoever wins wins. But can sorry. The, either way, I think whoever wins this Dodgers San Fran series, like it hands down, walks through the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the NL side is a little weak. I love the Braves as a team. Like everything they did this year, Austin Riley. Like, touted prospect, really underperformed this year. Boom. He's, like, straight up in the MVP conversation. Yeah. Freddie Freeman is Freddie Freeman, the most lovable man in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Ozzy Albies, fucking stud. And they lost their other MVP candidate. Yeah. To a torn ACL halfway through the season. Dude, yeah. Acuna. Could you imagine this Braves team with Acuna? No, dude, I can't. Because because them doing what they did without their star player, making it to the playoffs at the end, pushing it in, you know, sealing off their division and then just fucking up the Brewers. That's wild to do yeah. without your stud. I mean, you got plenty of other studs. You got a handsome guy at short. You got a good looking guy at second. You got a lovable a guy handsome at guy at short. That looks a lot like Cliff. Oh, hey. yeah. And his girlfriend is the love of my life. But <laughs> after you said Freddie Freeman, I got to get this off my chest. 
everybody knows I love the Chicago Cubs and I loved and I still do love Anthony Rizzo. But when you talk about Freddie Freeman, you say Freddie Freeman. Well, he's just being Freddie Freeman. That's a motherfucker who deserves a C on his chest. And that's why I got pissed when Anthony Rizzo was asking for one because Freddie Freeman hits three fucking hundred every fucking year and wins gold gloves every fucking year. Yeah. Yeah. Every fucking game, you know, Freddie Freeman's going to make a statement. I got so so much flack for the Rizzo shit. And okay, I understand when they say, oh, the Cubs won the World Series. They say Anthony Rizzo and the Cubs won the World Series. But the other day, they said Freddie Freeman and the Braves are advancing. I believe that shit. Yeah. I believe that it's because of Freddie Freeman. Yeah. And it was because of I him. know. <laughs> that's like, I know nobody gets seized on their chest in fucking demo beat, but he deserves one. And I don't think Anthony Rizzo was right for asking one. And I had to get the only guys that get it are the guys that deserve it and never ask for it. And it's the team coming to them being like, you're our fucking guy. We need you as like a stated leader. It's usually the first baseman if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. And just like the guy on your fucking team, like I said before, this season started. Yeah. Also, did. How many gold gloves can they give out a year? 50? I don't know a lot. Dude, I know. It seems like there's... I got to figure that out because I'm pretty sure that everybody has a gold glove. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing that's going to always and forever baffle me. Yeah, the only... Sorry, keep going. And the silver slugger. They got 15 of those to give out to every team. It's come to a point where like these guys' trophy rooms, if you don't have 15 gold gloves, everyone's like, okay, whatever. What are you, some sort of (laughs) schmuck? Yeah, and like... like Dude, when a when a pitcher I've never heard of makes like a behind the back play and they're like, "That's your gold glove pitcher." I'm like, "What? I've <laughs> never even heard of this man." Announcers have a post-it note on their screen. <laughs> Make sure you reference his gold glove when he makes three plays this year out of all of them. And I know there are good defensive pitchers, but I mean, how seldomly does the fucking ball go to the pitcher? Dude, I know. Seriously, <laughs> Dallas Keuchel made like four plays in one game, and they're like, "That's a gold, gold glove pitcher." Like, Dude, you also have a gold glove infield. You yeah. have a professional infield. Yeah. The only league <laughs> that great. deserves a gold glove for pitching is the National League because they actually have to field bunts. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what so fucking difference up. does it make in the American League? The ball literally goes to you maybe once a start. Yeah. yeah. M- strong maybe. A yeah. huge maybe on my end. I don't watch enough baseball, but I'm labeling that as a huge maybe. Yeah. And like, as a pitcher, Defensively, you're basically taught don't fuck it up for the shortstop or the second baseman. Don't come. Yeah. I'm going to (laughs) come. All right. So Giants, Dodgers, game five. Who wins it? Oh, dude. I want the Giants. I... So here's what's going to happen. If the Dodgers are going to be the favorite for that game, and there's no shot I'm not betting on the team who had the best record at home to advance to play for the World Series. That just doesn't make sense. The Dodgers will probably end up winning, but f- to be most likely an underdog in your home stadium after being the best team in baseball doesn't make sense. Makes zero sense at all. Yeah. The reason why it's hard for me is that the Dodgers always, you know, they just they're the they're, they're the bad boys. You yeah. know, they come out and they win, but the Giants have this aura to them where I'm not like for sure going to press Dodgers money line. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh wait, this Giants seems fucking scrappy as shit. You don't run into 103 fucking wins in that division. Yeah. But in, in the end of the day, I think the Dodgers are going to win. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, the Giants just scream Team of Destiny vibes to me. Yeah. They like They do. have all of these veterans, Evan Longoria, Brandon Crawford, who are having like borderline career seasons out of fucking nowhere. We always forget about Buster Posey, too. 
Dude, he's so goddamn I know. Good. I do the same exact thing. Like, yeah. he's, like, going to be the most uh, unremembered fucking superstar in baseball. He, I, at this point, he has two World Series rings. I think he might. Does he have an MVP? Uh, he's got a couple gold gloves. <laughs> <laughs> at least two silver sluggers. <laughs> but no, dude, I legitimately think. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. Has to like hundred percent, like, in my opinion. First ballot. I mean, if, yeah, because I mean, we're letting anybody in nowadays. So, <laughs> I think first ballot. Yeah, <laughs> we're just letting, <laughs> they're just letting anybody in. Here's a gold glove. Here's a participation trophy, and come on in the Hall of Fame. Anytime dads walk into another dad's house, yeah. oh, they're just letting anybody <laughs> in. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I'm taking the fucking Mavericks to win the championship. They just threw seven alley-oops to the same guy. All right, let's get to uh, the basketball that's actually being played meaningfully. That's on the bottom of the screen, too. Yeah, and that starts in um, 17 minutes for us. It already happened for you. The Chicago Sky play game two of the WNBA Finals. It's a huge one. I don't know. I'm hoping that we can take two in Phoenix. That'd be pretty... Pretty nice. Are you going three? No, I can't. Shit. I got a fundraiser to go to. Um, so I'm going to be ferociously updating my phone the entire time. That's cool. I'm sure everyone's going to love that. Yeah. Pat, you haven't looked up from your phone in 15 hours. You deserve a ring if the sky won a championship. I, I appreciate that, but those those girls are doing it so well, I can't take a ring from them. Courtney, if they got extra, though, for sure I'd take one. The fact that Diana Taurasi, Skylar Diggins, and Brittany Griner are on the same team and we just embarrass them is so awesome. Yeah, game one, we smoked them. Yeah, but this is why you sign Candace Parker. She turns it on when yeah. the light goes green. Yeah, she is playing just like, she's just playing good enough, but it's like that veteran presence, like she came back from like... Stopping for a year, Bro, wanted yeah. to come back to Chicago where she's from, and the Wind Trust was bumping for that game to send them to the championship. Hell yeah, that was wildly awesome to see. As some guy who goes once a year, roots his mind off once every year to see like an actually crowded stadium for them was awesome. It was like the first time in forever. That they didn't have to like use the smaller camera. Right. Like they could yeah. show the whole stadium. Yeah. Because everybody was there. Yeah, it was packed. Scotty Pippen was there. Chance the Rapper was there. It's fucking awesome. It was wild. And uh, Courtney Vandersloot is just putting up stupid numbers. Cooper's putting up crazy numbers. Quigley does have to kind of step it up on the three game. That's kind of why she's there. But she went like one for seven in the first half last one. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but she, she went Vandersloot's two for four in the second gotta half. Vandersloot's got to talk to her wife. Yeah, we got to have we gotta have a sit-down meal at home and be like, if I'm giving you these passes, I want my assist. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was trying to find a joke for like how Courtney Vandersloot is like, make a metaphor, is like this. And gets you an assist, but I can't think of one. Yeah. Like, what assists you? A wife. A wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney Vanderson just sits you like a wife to her wife. <laughs> Good metaphor. Thank you, fellas. Yeah, no problem. No problem. No but, problem. But, dude, going back to what you said about Candace Parker, like, the fact that she could sit in the TNT booth for a year and then just ball out and bring a team to the WNBA finals. How about the fact that these women have children during their fucking career? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking playing nuts. sports. Yeah. 
doing it in general and going to work at desk job, still fucking very hard. And she's doing it while she's playing fucking basket hoops. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking a incredible sport, no less. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see. I'm going to be very anxious for this game because um, I'm not going to be watching the Blackhawks. Sorry, guys. Um, but this game is going to be wild. Like you said, we're going against Brittany Griner, Skylar Diggins, Tarasi. She's not in her prime, but it's still Diana. She's still a pass first guard. She's still Diana. Yeah. Yeah, as a pass first guard, it doesn't matter if you're past your prime, if you're feeding the beast. But also, like you're talking about with Candace Parker, she's doing it at a higher level than Tarazi, obviously. But that's like, she has like the LeBron James effect that he's going to have on the Lakers and yeah. has had on the Lakers. Yeah. You look at his stat sheet and LeBron haters like I was when I was 12 would be like, oh my God, he only had 20 points. And then you forget to go down the list and see that he had 12 rebounds right. and 10 assists also. Yeah. So <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I, they have what it takes, six seed. Gonna yeah. go win the fucking championship. Don't you sleep on those what other people would call little old sky. Yeah, baby. So game two. What those tonight. other people would call <laughs> Game two tonight. Game three and four. Hopefully four is not needed in a perfect world scenario. Hundy. Either way, hopefully we can win it at home. It's on a Sunday, probably. Sorry, Bears. I'll be watching something as well. Um, but this is gonna be sweet. Like this is this is what we pay the big bucks for. Hundred percent. Elena Deladon, who some might say. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not ready. Get to fricked, say that Elena. Yet. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready to say that yet. I, I am. I know yeah. you are. Yeah, we got Vandersloot up in here. All right, we got I'm the in. Vander Keys. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, uh, who'd you say? Vandersloot. No, the other person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sky and three. Easy. And she left because she said she wanted to win a championship. (laughs) Ha, you loser. (laughs) (laughs) She also left to go back home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is your home. Predictable. Um, The sky is your home. We literally all live in the sky. Look at that. Game high, six turnovers in the last game for Diana Taurasi. Yeah, she thinks that she's still on UConn and playing for the blue team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go Sky. Sky in... Um, sky in five? Sky in three. Three. It's a, it's a five-game series? It's a five-game series. Wow. Wow. But... It's going to be wild. Yes. It's, it's going to be cool regardless. We're in the goddamn championship, and not many people are talking... Well, I'm going to take that back. A lot of people are starting to talk about it, and I'm really pumped to hear it. Let's give them something to Start talk talking. about. Let's talk about the sky. Sky. <laughs> <laughs> sky plus four and a half. Free money. See you at the bank. If you're going to take them plus points, take the fucking money line. Write that Brady. on the mausoleum. On the mausoleum. If me and Brady aren't buried together in a mausoleum, I'm going to be upset. We're going to be our own cemetery. <laughs> people are going to think it's like a memorial like because there's so much written on it yeah. but it's going to be all of the ridiculous quotes look and it's all, just the two of you look at all those people that die. oh my god it's just put parlays. that on your tombstone <laughs> put that on my tombstone yeah. I, can't, I can't wait till we have a cult following and they go back and like actually write down all the things that we want put on our tombstone yeah. and then when it turned to a mausoleum it's going to be a book. It's going to be a big old slab of granite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the NHL does start tonight uh, talking hockey. Um, the Blackhawks are going to be solid. They have Seth Jones and Patty Kane, who are two of the three early elects for the Winter Olympic team. So um, those are the two guys that I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got Flower, Marc-Andre Fleury. I know him. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, Jonathan Taze. 
might be playing this yeah. year. So. Well, I mean, the NHL just gets fucked by their schedule. I mean, the NBA's back and the NFL's back. That all, all you could say is that the NFL and NBA are big brother. They are. Yeah, they are. Um, but it would be cool to get Blackhawk playoff hockey again. Oh, no doubt. There's nothing more electric than There's that. There's nothing more electric than just full speed, full throttle, no giddy up. Actually, it's all giddy up. Full tilt, no boogie. I don't know what I'm talking Yep. You guys get I it. I hear you. You guys get it. I want to see my team moving fast, putting pucks on that, getting the puck in deep, and crossing the line where it counts. That's all I want to see. 100%. And I said all the terminology I know. Brez, your turn. That's a one-timer. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Why do you think they call three goals a hat trick? Because um, of the, the three hat trick. Oh, you always know. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just put that together. Yeah, when I you know. Asked and that's question. what makes me feel so bad is that you could figure it out in three seconds <laughs> and this would be on my mind forever because I refuse to Google shit like this. I want to figure it out on my own. <laughs> if somebody could come up with it, I can reverse engineer it. Yeah, I hate when people say just Google it. I'm not that dumb. I understand Google exists, but I want to figure it out on my own. Thank you. Fog. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, So the Mavs just put up 137 to 60. See, Uh, here's my problem. Uh, Preseason doesn't matter until the Bulls are undefeated. And now it matters. And then I just watched that Mavs game. So there's going to be a future on them as well. Yeah. Not to win the championship because we know who's winning the championship. Yeah. The fucking Bulls, bitch. Alex Caruso-led Bulls. Dude, I, like, they, so, so far what they've done is played the starters in, like, the first seven off, like, in the second quarter. And the point differential alone in second quarters, because you're generally going up against the other team starters as well. Yeah. Um, with the exception of the Pelicans, because they refuse to play Zion, probably because he's still fat right now, <laughs> and Brandon Ingram, probably because he's underweight right now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That boy, but twig. There, there. The Bulls scored thirty-five points to the Pelicans. I think it was eleven yeah. in the entire quarter. Yeah, the Bulls will rip your face off if you give them a chance. If you if you start turning the ball over with this Bulls team, you are fucked. Dude, you weren't here. They're accidentally going to be one of the best defensive teams in basketball. Because they're going to constantly push the pace and force teams to play faster than they otherwise would have wanted. 100%. And that brings me to my next point. The Bulls have been so inconsistent in the late 80s and uh, not all of the 90s, they had Michael Jordan, this talent that you've never seen before that defies basketball. And then once he's gone, they went backwards. The league was changing. It was getting faster. and But they also had like Ben Gordon, John Lucas III. So I understand that it can't go that well, but they would just play, go slow down the floor, pass to each other, play fundamental basketball. Then Derrick Rose comes into the picture and then everything changes. Derrick Rose leaves and then they're back in the corners passing the ball to each other, not knowing how to play the new game of basketball mm-hmm. now they are just fucking flying around the and other, that's awesome it's amazing the other thing is we have the best like prototypical push the pace coach yeah there is like look what billy donovan helped 
Russell Westbrook become? Like you look at his teams, they've always pushed in transition. The transition offense is the only time you're like in pretty much any sport. It was the same in water polo. You get goals in water polo out of the transition because there's a defensive lap somehow. You're coming down the pool. Okay, you set up like a like the basically three on three basketball and water polo. Actually, it sounds ridiculous. That's what Farmer told us. Fundamentally, are very similar. Yeah. So, like, you find the defensive mismatch, you get that guy in the middle, or you get him the fucking ball, and then boom, you take advantage of that mismatch every time. Then, like, if you get a guy on the, like, say you get a guy like the pocket, like the wing. Yeah. Boom! It's an open three or pump fake drive and kick another open three or he gets a dunk like the bulls are going to be so good at that and then if you do slow the game down on them zach rain uh zach levine can hit the mid-range booch can hit the mid-range derozan can hit the mid-range caruso can hit the mid-range then you have guys who should have been coming off the bench that were starters kobe white he comes in he fills in almost perfectly for Zach Best because in the league. he is a <laughs> volume shooter. Yeah. That's all he should have ever been. He's not a facilitator. <laughs> no, but, I agree. <laughs> but like Brady's face, dude, this is how he could maximize his career. No like, doubt. No doubt. He could be an incredible six man. Yeah. Like, cause if you take like your big scorer off the floor and you put in a guy who basically is like, not to shade him, like the poor man's version of that guy. Yeah, that's fucking money. Well, what you said also, when they slow the game down, they have three of the best ISO players in the game. I know people don't think Fusage ISO because he's not at the top of the key dribbling around, but when he's one-on-one with someone in the block, he fucking has a little turnaround swifty fucking jump shot that makes me want to dance yeah (laughs) and then you got zach levine who has literally been playing iso basketball for the past three years yeah and then you got demar Derozan, who just gets buckets i'm terrified for the rest of the league now that zach levine doesn't have to be a primary ball handler and he can find his own shot off the ball yeah that's what we said that's what i said last week people are going to find out how good this motherfucker is dude i like I think MVP bets for Zach Levine are like 300 to one. I got to repost my blog and then change, change some yeah. of the of vocabulary in there. Yeah. I said, I said last year that he deserved to be the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, seriously though, like say the bulls shock everyone and they're like what the nuggets were in the Western conference this year. A lot. I, dude, I'm so excited. What the fuck are people going to say? I like, cannot wait for the season to start. Like, I honestly, and I say I can't wait for something, I'm like, okay, I could probably wait. I am almost to the physical and mental pain where I can't wait for them to start playing regular season basketball. Yep. Aside from deep threes <laughs> in the playoffs, what is the most, like, an instant change in momentum? Uh, <laughs> I was going to make a joke about Billy Donovan's timeouts at the weirdest times, but that's not going to happen this year. Uh, um, a dunk. Big fucking dunk. Yes. We have three dunk contest champions, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have Zach Levine, Derek Jones Jr. coming off the bench as a defensive specialist who can also throw the fuck down and shoot the three. Like he is, I rolled him out in DFS, like I played DFS 
every day of the basketball season. He was in my lineup like 50% of the time because on DraftKings, you would get three points for steals, 3.5 points for a three. He would be on the floor for 18 minutes. He would get three fucking steals, <laughs> nine points, and six rebounds. Well, that's the like, best part about this And he would be minimum too, price. How deep they are. You could see the box score and you see a lot of zeros around the league because they have their three guys who play fucking insane minutes and always have the ball in their hands. The Bulls box scores are going to be like one, two, one, two for all the guys on the bench. Everyone's going to contribute and it's going to be fucking awesome. My hopes are very high, but I know not to get... No, they're actually really high and they're going to stay high. They're, they're going to stay high because the other thing is everyone has a role that you could fit them into. We've been doing all of this without one of our starters and Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams is our defensive fucking <laughs> stalwart. We almost got away without talking about him. <laughs> all right. You can hate him all you want. He doesn't no, have no. to shoot shit. I was like, literally just going to say, what are we going to argue about this year? <laughs> because I I am so in love with this team. Like you are in love with the Sox and you yeah. fell in love with Lori Garcia again. I am all the way back in on Patrick Williams. There's nothing that can happen to this team that would make me upset with the camaraderie and the connection that they have right now. Dude, even watching just the first game, they all just trotted out in. Having fun, bouncing around. Like uh, Stacey King, I talked about it last week about how excited he was. Maybe it's because how bad they were, but it doesn't really matter. It's now, and the game was so exciting, and I was just as exciting as, excited as him yeah. for a preseason basketball game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. That's buku butt cheeks. Yeah, banana land. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, it... Like, this is the other thing is like, we have been so dog shit defensively <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the last God knows how many fucking years. Yeah. Alex Caruso, like elite defender, Derek Jones Jr., elite defender, Patrick Williams, his whole calling card and why he was even a starter in the first place was defense. Yeah. The paw. Like, we literally have you should see a whole app. team, bro. We, 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 we have, have a whole team. basketball team. It's fucking insane. You guys should see Brady and Brez's <laughs> eyes right now. They just start remembering who's on the team yeah. and how they're all going to be playing together on the same team. That's why I but the fact post that it on everyone, Facebook. The fact that everyone has a defined role just makes the cohesiveness and the chemistry so much better. Okay, I'm going on the floor. This is exactly what I'm going to do. Like, yeah, like when you like on any team, when you know you have to do one thing and do it fucking well. Yeah. And you're going out to do it for your boys. You <laughs> fucking kill it. Yeah. And that's why they're accidentally going to be the best defensive team. They do have three studs on the defensive side of the ball, but that just opened things up for DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball to be athletes and run into steals and run into blocks. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's going to be so awesome. It's going to be so great just to see balls in motion, balls in air, caught balls, balls thrown through hoop. Do you know? There's going to be so many fucking filthy alley-oops this oh year. Oh, my God. Free cheese. Free cheese. Free cheese. Dude, Caruso's lob to fucking Levine made my dreams come true. Yeah. Dude, he had made my slacks He had one wet dream. behind the back pass, and I was just... <laughs> Like, pop, snap, moisture, than an oyster. Because, like, I forgot who it was, too, but it, it might have been DeMar DeRozan, but he was like, DeMar DeRozan wasn't even accepting the pass. He was like, 
that was nice. Yeah. And like, you could read his lips and the Caruso was like, yeah, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got that in my bag. Like I'm that motherfucker. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. All you guys know me as a bald dude who sometimes dunks. Yeah. yeah. I got a lot in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Right, um, so minimal bulls, four seed. Yeah. That's it. Bulls don't lose a game. And if they do, they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're to load management. Yeah. Load. Yeah. Give other teams false confidence. <laughs> exactly. Atlanta Hawks. Who the fuck are you? DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Nikola Vucevic out tonight having too much fun. That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Not out partying. They just had yeah. too much fun the they game before. They just couldn't stop smiling. Exactly. And they needed to, we needed them to get game faces on. They couldn't. Everything has a peak. <laughs> Bro, but seriously. <laughs> Mine was in 2012. In any sport, if you have a bunch of guys that like, like each other and want to go to battle like for each other. Yeah. You are immediately 10 wins better. I don't even fucking care how many games you play in a season dude I'm, I'm surprised like we maybe i didn't see it and it did happen like i'm surprised zach levine didn't just like kind of get a little giddy like <laughs> yeah like a little kid like i finally have teammates <laughs> oh i'm sure he has like off camera no doubt about oh, it like at home when oh, he saw that yeah. like a bunch of people like when demar came he probably was just like oh yeah his wife he walks in the door he's like oh she's like oh shit i gotta get off the phone zach's home from work again and he's like he's always so pissed off at this time she walks in how was your day it was great honey what <laughs> yeah dude seriously who you who have you been seeing at work yeah <laughs> is it that new trainer i'll kill her no yeah. it's damar <laughs> who's damar he's my shooting guard <laughs> Well, actually, he might be my small forward. I don't know, but yeah, I'm excited. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> He's my small forward, my power forward, sometimes my shooting what? guard. He just became my best pal. Yeah. <laughs> do you mind if I go do karate in the garage? Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> actually, you brought it up. I really like him so much. And now that you brought it up, I'm going back to hang out with him. <laughs> All right. So, Bulls in for every series they ever have from here on out. It's going to be great. Anything else, NBA, before we get to, to this week's list? The Warriors aren't going to be as good as people think they are. Clay's going to come back and he's going to be ice cold. Um, Wrong. Watch. Okay. He hasn't played a game in two and a half years. Wrong. Two and a half years, Brady. Two and a half. Dude, you're not going to get into this. You're wrong. Okay, that's fair. The other thing, the Lakers are going to look sweet at the beginning of the year. They're going to have one injury and it's going to unravel their season because they're going to have to lean on vets playing more minutes, which is going to lead to more injuries. The Lakers probably aren't even a five seed in the West. If Zach Levine doesn't win the MVP, Kawhi Leonard will. Oh, Patrick Williams. This. What about Luca? This is Patrick Williams. Nah. This is where like this man can fucking grow into a franchise cornerstone is because when you look at the Spurs team he won championships on, what was his only role? You're talking about DeMar DeRozan, not Patrick Williams. No, I'm talking about Patrick Williams. And I'm talking about he the Spurs He was never teams. on the Spurs. He's talking the Kawhi to... The Kawhi Spurs. Oh, Kawhi, the oh, Kawhi oh. Whole, the whole reason he was on the floor. Defense. Who are the first three options on offense? Tim Duncan. Manu Ginobili, Tony, Tony Parker. Parker. Yeah. Kawhi so. would literally only shoot the ball because everyone left him completely uncovered. Yeah. And then he started finding his confidence. All I'm hearing is that Bulls championship bet is perfect. 
I for the will, next three. I am so excited right now that I will not get into you saying what you just said <laughs> for the third time now, referencing Patrick Williams and Kawhi Leonard in the same sentence. Because you know what? Fuck it. Maybe he will. <laughs> I wasn't the first one to say it. LeBron was. Okay, then never mind. You uh, no. Like we'll talk about it another day. Kawhi Leonard <laughs> is so fucking good. It's not even funny. <laughs> Pat Williams could be that good. That He's motherfucker gonna, I, is 19. I, we are moving on. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> it's great to have you guys back together. <laughs> We've really missed this. He has James, one fucking bad you? game. He has one fucking bad game, Brez. You better not show up. All right. That's fair. <laughs> All right. This week's list is going to be fall activities. The weather's getting a little chilly out. It's nice to be outside. After being inside, you go outside. It's a cool, fresh air, right? Smooches you right on the cheek. What's your favorite thing about it? Getting smooched on the cheek by the weather. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this week's list is fall activities. It, We're getting smooched. It's so nice outside that even Howie from Benchwarmers goes outside and says, outside, safer? Yes, outside, good. I yeah. don't need to he swallow said, sunblock. He said, inside bad, outside safer. <laughs> That's what I was supposed All to right, say. All right, this week's list, yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by that guy. Brought to you by Sad Trombone. Mm. All right, I think um, uh, James isn't here. Who wouldn't, I think... Brady, you went first last week? No, I went last. So G I went first last week? Yeah, I did. I yeah. went first. So, Brez, you get to go first. Oh, on your first would you look at that? When you're well, bitch. Would you look at that? All right. Brez, Brady, Cliff. Cliff, Brady, Brez. Number one, tailgates and like day drinking parties outside. Hell yeah. And you know why that's the best answer? It's because you don't go into the game or to the bar after sweaty. Yes. 100%. Dude, sweaty bar. No, thank you. Or just hot doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I pick whether I win. <laughs> That's not an activity, that, that asshole. Works. But there is something about like when I do think about tailgating, it's like in a sweatshirt and the leaves are falling. It's a little bit gloomy outside. Exactly. There's something about it, like I, it's a great one, one. Yeah. I'm going to turn the table a little bit here and this is going to be a super basic answer, but let me explain for a second. Pumpkin flavored anything. Okay. Because I used to like hate pumpkins before I even tried what they tasted like or anything, <laughs> but fucking pumpkin flavored. Everything is so good. The pumpkin spice latte is something I never wanted to try because I said I wasn't going to give in fucking delicious pumpkin pie, fucking delicious. And they're both, those two are both so good. I'm not going to name anything else. That's great, dude. I like that. I also have not, yet tried said pumpkin spice latte. I don't mean to brag. I'm more of a coffee black kind of guy. I know. So am I. But then when you throw this in there, it's going to change your life. Okay. Interesting. All right. Brady, I'd be lying if I said that PSL's pumpkin spice lattes weren't on the list. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. My first pick is bu -bu 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 bonfire. Yes. Oh my God. That didn't even cross my That's a mind. Great one. I didn't even think of that either. Dude. This is legit. The only time you can have a bonfire. Dude, it's the <laughs> best time to just sit out in someone's backyard, preferably at around six when the sun's gone down behind the trees and there's somebody's got an outdoor TV cause they're loaded. 
Yeah. Thank you for inviting me to your house or that you just took the family room TV and brought it outside for the night. Either way, the TV's not getting too chilly because it's not that cold. Yeah. And even when the TV's not on, like you're forced to talk to each other. Oh, yeah. Crazy. It's bonfires are the best. Bonfire. God, you guys' picks are so good. No, it's it falls off real quick because I I had one pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spaced about the list again this week, uh, but I won last week, so it's not a huge deal. Um, my next activity is uh, picking out what to wear. Yes. Oh, because the full arsenal is the out. Full arsenal, dude. You can wear shorts. That's- you can wear shorts. Just make sure you buckle up on top. No problem. You can wear pants. Maybe a little lighter on top. Who knows? I've seriously never met anybody who doesn't look good in a flannel. Mm, like, I'm, I'm dead ass serious about It's that. facts. God, it's a great pick. Thanks, man. Um, my Jesus, second pick, is, a good pick. is Blackout Wednesday. It's my favorite day of the year. Yeah. Everybody's got the same fucking motive. Everyone has the same agenda. Waking up in the morning, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. I love when everyone's on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, when you were growing up in... Uh, your parents would be like, it's a Wednesday. And, but they didn't really mean it. Yeah. You're like, I, but it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We're like, yeah, I know. Get out yeah. Of here. <laughs> Why the fuck are you still here? What, get out of here. Where are you going? Like the definition of anxiety to me is like worrying about what people are going to say. Exactly. Or think, yeah. And this is a day where you don't have to do that. It's right. fucking yeah. phenomenal. The whole day is centered around like where and when are you drinking with people that you like to hang out with 100% and then you always see the people that you haven't seen in years and like you're already drunk enough to just be like this is the best conversation (laughs) what are you up to you don't care I don't care great to see you want to take a bomb (laughs) yeah Yeah. that interaction's over such a great day yeah dramatically enhanced Sunday scaries just like NFL Sundays yeah that's a good that's your favorite activity no, just well, I guess NFL Sundays, but yeah. Okay. Um uh, oh. I feel like it's dramatically less. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah, d- yes. Yeah. Dramatically less. Dramatically Sunday enhanced scares. Sunday scares. You're like, Fuck! Yeah, nobody roots for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody roots for that. Um Well, I guess I can't my third pick, I'm an idiot. because uh, it goes inside of like my first pick. Do it. Depends what it is. We'll we'll let you know if it's in or out. Yeah. Like a beer garden. Like <laughs> That was my next fucking pick. And it's just something about being outside when it's not fucking a hundred degrees outside drinking beers. Yeah. Like and it's obviously because we think about it and football's going on and then yeah, like and the we, leaves and everything going on. Fuck you. And we live, <laughs> we live in the Midwest. That's yeah. all we fucking know. Dude, <sighs> if we lived in Wisconsin where it is like 90% German, the beer garden game up there is fucking litty. Yeah. Do you want to go outside and maybe enjoy ourselves? Yeah. That sounds fucking awesome. That's great. Oh. I would love to do that. Thank oh. you very much. Sidebar, your beer won't be hot in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, And I sweat a lot, so I don't have to really think about, and then I get to enjoy my outfit pick again. Right. So I don't, I don't have to wear black or white. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, 
Great pick. But my next pick is coinciding with my other pick too, which I don't care about. It's Thanksgiving. And it's because you get so fucked up on Wednesday. And is there a better holiday than Thanksgiving? Like it's a little less formal than Christmas. So I can sit on the couch deathly hungover and just have someone bring me a plate of delicious food. And And then you go to sleep so early. And you can have that beer on the couch guilt-free watching football after um, which is my pick after terrorizing your family in football. Yeah. My pick is. Well, yeah, that's the thing too, is you wake up in the morning. Turkey. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So to be able to just obliterate yourself the night before, and then you're like, Oh fuck, I got to wake up early, but it's to terrorize my little cousins in a game of football. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm probably the best Turkey bowl football player of all time you have not laid, lined it up against me well we're never gonna play against each other you know You're i'm right. just saying like in my turkey bowls i'm the best ever <laughs> and i'm unguardable yeah because i'm i'm hungover i'm still a little bit drunk and i just run as fast as i can and other people are either older than me or a little bit more hungover than me which is probably yeah. impossible because i'm the mvp <laughs> of blackout wednesday every year yeah and i just run past them i score a lot of touchdowns I, and then you sweat out the hangover uh kind of yeah because you don't really sweat it's chilly yeah yeah, um, but, but you the, feel exponentially better than yeah. you did the Sunday before where you did nothing when you woke up. <laughs> right, right. But this is a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, I played in a uh, Clifford family turkey bowl once in grade school. Oh, yeah. Back in the back in the days, uh, me and my cousin Colin uh, were the same age. You, you, probably, you know, mm-hmm. Colin. he's Both, a good dude. Yeah. So me and him have this like. It used to be like an unspoken rivalry yeah. because we didn't, we hung out once a year. Yeah. And it was on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we like didn't drink or anything. But then like we would start seeing each other out on Black Wednesday and we're like, oh, I can't wait start for talking, tomorrow. Yeah. Start talking shit at the bar. Yeah. Just like staring at each other across the bar where we're yeah. slugging vodka sodas. Like I got to stay light on my feet, asshole. Can't say you're more hungover than me. We went fucking drink for drink last night, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I beat you on this post route, ain't nothing to complain about on these wheels. No doubt. Um, all right. So that was my third pick, fourth pick, fourth pick, fourth pick. Fourth pick fourth, what, what do I like? What do I like? What do I like? Oh, easy. Oh, no, but it's not because then that'll give it away on what it is. I was going to say my birthday because it's October 26th and it's right in the heart of fall. So why why is that a problem? Because like, oh, the list would give it away. Like yeah. you, we don't say the names. No, you just say my birthday. Okay. My birthday. Cliff's birthday's always been fun. One of the best memories of childhood Cliff's birthday was going to Edda Bevix. Oh, dude. And we were you still got it. You still got to really know who you are to know that's you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's going to be a few people, so that could either help you or hurt you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And you know, our jag off oh, friends yeah. be like, oh, that's Pat. I'm not voting for him. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think it's a very dynamic pick. Okay. Yeah. So my birthday, and it's right before Halloween. We talked about Halloween a little bit last year, last week episode. It's it's not my favorite, and it's, like, right next to my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, because you really don't like scary movies and stuff. I fucking hate scary movies. Why would you want to be 
filled like with scare, why terrified. Would you, why would you want to be filled with anxiety while watching a movie when you could, hey, plot twist, laugh? I know. I'm <laughs> the same exact way. Or, and it used to be because I was actually scared of them. Now that I'm a grown boy, I'm not scared of them anymore. I'm serious. They're, <laughs> it's just like- I'm serious. <laughs> people hate watching movies with me because I take them so literally sometimes, especially when I don't like them. So yeah. when you turn on a oh, Scooby yeah. movie, scary movie, I'll ruin it for everybody. Dude, that's- so now when they come on, like inevitably, like Stephanie will want to watch a scary movie and I'll be like, fucking fine. Yeah. Guess what I'm doing? Making a mockery yeah. of this entire What thing. an idiot. What a dumb. That ass. Geico commercial is the best ever. Yeah. Like, Why don't we go to that running car? No, let's go to this warehouse with chainsaws instead. And then oh, the guy yeah. in the background is like, yeah, that's safer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. They're just hilarious at some point. I guess maybe I'll just get into them to be like, that's funny. Yeah. You know? I'm a scary movie guy. Does that make yeah. you tough or a psychopath? My, my <laughs> acting coach did say I would be great to be casted in scary movies. So maybe that's my plot twist the way around. Well, I mean, it's so easy. I'm not taking away from your talent. I'm not taking away from your talent. I think you are talented. So easy but to it's, be mediocre. Right, right. You Maybe One. if you made a really good fucking uh, scary movie, I'd change my opinion. Yeah. but I the, wouldn't, but thank you. Okay, you get what I'm saying. Well, yeah. it, obviously you have never, you guys have never seen good scary movies then because one- Cliff, you would be good in a great scary movie because one, you have a very serious face and you can be very serious. Thank you. But one of the biggest <laughs> selling points of scary movies to like alleviate tension is like light, quick comic relief of like a one 100%. witty comment. Yeah, hundred percent. To yeah. just like kind of okay, the that like that moment is like yeah, the dissipated. death moment has gone away for a minute. Yeah, you would be fucking phenomenal for that. Maybe I should write a horror movie. Yeah, Brez, way to make me feel like a real asshole now because you just explained it so articulately, and I like made it sound like I made I, fun of him. I, <laughs> that is that was not at all. That was a hundred percent your point and attention. You My guys. fourth fucking pick. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, we're still doing the list. Um, is playing in leaves. I for sure thought you were gonna. <laughs> Say scary movies. <laughs> Psych, I am. See, that's why you'd be good at scary movies, and I wouldn't, because I I can't think that quick. No fucking way. <laughs> that would have been great, <laughs> but but I'm not that smart or funny. <laughs> that that would have been okay. Playing the lead. Yeah, well, I yes. mean, so tell us about it. Uh, everybody knows I'm just a boy, and I have never grown <laughs> just up. Just a boy. I've never grown up, and I never will. But when you see those big pile of leaves, you think about when you're a kid and you just, when you jump in them, it's amazing. It's amazing to jump on something that's, uh, and concrete's under it and you feel nothing. You feel like you're invisible, mm -hmm. invincible. Mm -hmm. And I want to do it. And I've been saying I'm too grown up to do it and I'm going to do it this year. Yeah, I'll do it with you. I do get a little nervous that there's going to be a kid in there though. Dude, I, <laughs> so one time when we were, when I was growing up, like driving, um, my I, my dad was driving and I was like, can we drive through the leaf pile? Yeah. He's like, no, you never know what's under there. There could be like a, like a cinder block. Yeah. And I took that immediately to heart and I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I can jump in those. What if there's like cinder blocks and razors yeah. and stuff like that? I just a, made up a whole world of what's in these leaf piles. Think about like this shit that we used to do as kids. And then you're like an adult now or somewhat trying to be whatever. Sorry. I'll, I'll get there one day. Um, <laughs> thinking about that shit. It's just like, it sucks. It ruins it. It really ruins it. Like what? Yeah. What if there was a cinder block or what if there was a family of raccoons? Yeah. But you didn't think about that at the time. And you turned out, we turned out all right. Yeah. Yeah. We're fine. Fuck. 
Yeah. I love playing in leaves. I'm going to play in some leaves. Let's go play in some leaves. All right. I'm <laughs> That'll be so us for there to be eight yeah. cinder blocks under there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dive in head first. Oh my God. Brady's not waking up. I told you damn kids to stay out of them leaves. <laughs> He's 24. <laughs> I'm 22. I had two COVID birthdays. They don't count. Thank you. Brez, is your final pick scary movies? Yes. It's fucking awesome. That's hilarious. That's a terrible pick. Dude, like (laughs) well-written scary movies make such a difference. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. All right, my favorite scary movie, and I I think it it definitely constitutes as horror, is Prom Night. That movie's actually good. I like All the paranormal activities are pretty solid. Splash. Sky 3. Sorry. (laughs) Who wrote that? Um, <laughs> no, but like the best scary movie franchises, like the Insidious series, the first three movies. Sorry, it's just funny that my my fucking comedy is so dumb that it, it you don't get it. <laughs> like it, no, it's great, it's phenomenal. I'm right where I want to be. Yeah, because the uh, amount of people said- that I talk to that are as smart as you is like seldom. So I got to stay with my niche and my group. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. No, it's a hundred percent a compliment. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. I'm just trying to explain. You You're looking said, at us like why we're yeah. laughing so hard. You it's said, because I'm a fucking idiot. You said Splash Three, and Brady goes, "Oh, who's that written by?" Oh, <laughs> oh, I should. I'm, I'm the dumbass in this no, situation. But you're not. Oh, All right, go on with your scary movie. No, thing. but like Insidious, like the first two movies specifically, they're so intertwined that like. Plot lines in the second movie are just random occurrences in the first. And like when you see the two of them in conjunction, like the whole, like all of the pieces of the puzzle start coming together. So the plot line itself is very thick and like there's an actual storyline. Sure. Some shit made me not able to sleep, but like holistically, the mo- like I was more interested in what the fuck is going to happen to right. Dalton and Dalton's dad than I was like worried about being afraid. Well, does he get replaced by Fields as well? <laughs> no, but there actually I think is somebody in the movie with the name Fields. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. <laughs> like yeah. that's crazy. What if in that movie this character Fields murders Dalton? <sighs> Go on. You look like you have something to say. No, I'm saying if that happened, that'd be crazy. <laughs> There's 2020. Okay. Yeah. So scary movies. I maybe I should like give them another try, but like I would rather watch like something that'll make me laugh, or like I actually like a good action movie. Oh, well, for sure. I lay James down Bond. at night and my brain just flips the switch and thinks about all the things that will keep me awake. So that's why I hate oh, fucking yeah. scary movies. And movies are a nighttime activity. Like, I mean, I could, watch, I could fucking watch horror at noon, but then, you know, people are going to be like, yo, get a job. And I already know <laughs> I need one. I just lay off me. I'm applying. <laughs> Not like if a- you watch a comedy movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. That was great. Oh, right. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, I have man. a couple honorable mentions. We kind of talked about already. Just Sunday fun days. Like, yeah. Uh, just drinking in general. So I guess it's not really an honorable mention. But yeah. Um, playing golf in good weather for like the month span that you have. 
Yeah, because then you get to dress like a tour pro when you're going to slice 15 balls every hole. That's what I got this $150 windbreaker for. Yeah. <laughs> the I, one round of golf I get to play. You know how much better I look playing golf with pants on? It's oh, my God. It's not about how you play. Sharp. It's you all look about how sharp. you dress. One golf outing when it was a little chilly, I wore pants with an orange baseball belt and a white long sleeve shirt. You're going to tell me I didn't shoot 15 under? You're yeah, correct. dude. I would not say that to you. It was a scramble, and I think we shot 10 under, so boom. Hell yeah. But <laughs> scrambles, those are fun. <laughs> those are awesome. Yeah. What else is... Uh, what else is awesome? Let's go through the list of things that are awesome. Dude, you know what is awesome? <laughs> <laughs> Weather, dude. Yeah. It's so tight. <laughs> food. I love food. Yeah. Food's pretty sweet. Um uh, b- 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 mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, that's, that's a love those. That's I a absolutely love those. I feel like that has a season where it's best, and it is fall. No doubt. Like, I don't think I've ever had mashed potatoes and gravy in July. In my oh, hell oh, no. yeah, it's, it's, not, a, too it's heavy. not a warm yeah. weather thing. And not other, even in March. Yeah, other people say that about chili, but we've debunked that because chili's good for breakfast, lunch, and dinner any time of the year. I don't care what anybody says. Hot soup. Hot I, soup. I, good soup. It's good soup. <laughs> I blame my mom uh, for ruining the Bears Super Bowl in, what was that, 2004? <laughs> Five. 2005? Technically, it was in Six. 2006, but the season was 2005. Yeah. yeah, because she made chili and I wanted spaghetti, and I told her <laughs> that she's the reason the Bears lost the Super Bowl, so I've always hated chili. Uh, but I am objectively, so- it's pretty good. So sorry to hear that. One, because you didn't get your spaghetti. And two, because you have this thing in your brain, which I do with some foods as well that are so good, but I just refuse to eat them. And it happens to be chili, which is probably my favorite dish. Yeah. But your mom walks down at the Super Bowl party into your basement. Here's this fucking crock pot of chili everybody enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, fuck you. What are you doing? You ruined the Super Bowl. Devin Esther loves spaghetti. (laughs) I want my uncle um, used to make this chili and he named it NFB chili Mm -hmm. and it was no fucking beans. Yeah. That sounds amazing. When I was growing up, beans, no, thank you. Beans, beans, magic fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot, the more you toot, the better you feel. So eat beans at every meal kind of became into the later years of Pat. Yeah, no doubt. Me too. My uncle, like now looking back on it, NFB chili is just fucking soaked meat and it is delicious. It's chili and no bun. I mean, it's sloppy Joe's with no bun. Yeah. And (laughs) give me it all. ASMR. That's why I was thinking about chili, obviously every day. But (laughs) last week when we were talking about, I was like, if I didn't have like ground beef, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Did we talk about that on here? I talked about someone, whatever. Not on here. Um, chili. Yep. Uh, Burgers, uh, tacos, uh, loaded nachos. Without ground beef, I'd be nothing. Yeah. I love ground beef. Dude, you should have fucking picked making chili or eating chili. I don't like list. making anything. Yeah, that's why I immediately changed it to eating I am, chili. I know, but I just explained to you that chili doesn't have a season. You're right. You're right. It could I go am, on any list. <laughs> I am culinarily <laughs> challenged. Me yeah. too. Oh, man, real bad. Dude, yeah. I, uh... I'm excited for it's it's inevitable. Like I'll be able to cook at some point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not, I'm fucked. I'm gonna need a lot of money. Yep. Buy it pre-made. Uh, <laughs> honorable mentions anymore? <laughs> um, 
back to what we were just talking about, me and my mom were in a little bit of an argument last night because I told her I was moving out in January. And Ooh. she was like, why are you doing that? Blah, 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 blah. She brought up one good point. She was like, you don't know how to cook. I said, you know what? That's very mean, but very true. I'm going to go back in my room and reevaluate. <laughs> <laughs> You're moving out in January? <laughs> Trying to, yes. Cool. Yeah, hopefully. Right, Got to get out of the old bird's nest, you yeah, know? same, dude, same. You can't have, can't have mama bird bring back worms to a 24-year-old any yeah. longer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 24-year-old bird, got to get out of the nest. Do you know where you're going yet? No. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah, no, we're trying Old Town. Just you? No. Bach and Kjax. Nice. What's no. up, Bach? What's up, Kjax? Yeah, they don't listen. They're jerks. Yeah. Losers, I take it back. I don't say hello to you. <laughs> Never will. Um, all right, speaking of things that got to be called by different names, aliens. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> she is back on crack. Oh, my God. Like, Demi Lovato is Fifty Shades of fucking nuts. Sorry, that was a really aggressive. Sometimes the truth hurts, though. Sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah, dude. Extra. She is back on crack, dude. Like, how do you know what their premonitions are? Like, what what do you know offends them? You don't know that they even fucking exist. But people fucking listen because she's famous. She could say that we have eight legs, and there'd be a thousand people who started a fucking cult, the eight leg cult. Hence. This is Back the problem. <laughs> yes. She's taking wild, psychotically altering uppers that make her think all these wild thoughts. And she's like, you know what? The, the aliens, oh, they're probably offended by that. They're called extraterrestrials. Like, she's had too much time smoking They don't even wheat. know what a fucking terrestrial is. So why would they care about being called an extra one as yeah. opposed to being I, an alien? See, here's the thing. I can get where she's coming from. But you got to hear me out for a second. She's been smoking too much weed by herself. If <laughs> I if I had that much time by myself and smoking weed, that's a place where I could get. I could get there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. 100%. Dude, without a doubt. <laughs> I I decide. <laughs> bottom line, drugs. Like, yeah, that dude, is the bottom dude, line here. Has to be, has to be. If I when I end up ever, if I ever will smoke weed ever by myself, yeah, never has been done before. I would immediately turn on a show. Yeah, to not let me do those things. Yeah, <laughs> dude, exactly. Like, yeah, you know where my ideas could take me. You know where I could be fucking flaunting my thoughts around. Yeah. I don't want to know. I <laughs> I get close to like <laughs> some weird shit. Yo, Nothing the, that close. Yo, how the fuck do we know that cows like moo? You know, like what if they that what if they're trying to say something different? What it, do you think that they want to involuntarily die and get and get fed to humans? <laughs> I don't think so. Jesus. Yeah. Do you think those chickens, uh, when they when they're walking around, they're like, "Oh man, my nuggets are gonna be fucking fire." Yeah, they just can't fire. wait. They can't wait to be in a McDonald's parking lot. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get transferred to the box, into the bag, into the car, into the stomach. Into Dude, the, the other thing, though, yeah. is like, <laughs> this is what I thought <laughs> about like these like same type of animals, like. 
do they even fucking know what's going on? No. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, you could say the same thing for us. I have no idea. What's yeah, going do you on. think we just fucking got brought here and knew how to talk and communicate? No, you learned that shit. Yeah. Cows are kind of illiterate, if you ask me. I mean, here's the thing. I wouldn't ask I'm a firm believer in God, but don't you think if Adam and Eve could talk to each other right away, things would have went a little bit better? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to make fun of anything. My mom would say this is sacrilegious, but I'm just saying. If they could talk to each other. Yeah. You think if Cain and Abel didn't have to bang rocks together to say hello, one might not have slipped and hit the head? I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there saying, with you. I'm just saying, when you have to write symbols on rocks, things get lost in translation. When you point to a snake with an apple so many times and you go like this, like you're excited, <laughs> someone might eat it. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's the most red thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, they, they don't know that it, the don't do it sign means don't do it. Yet. Right. Exactly. And that's how they learned. And that's how that was the first form of communication. We are solving all of these questions that people have. Yeah. That's where communications are. Just like, just like the general manager's office needs an average Joe, every religious sectament needs an average I Joe. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. But bring your, bring Not your, just every religious organization, every like self-identified almost... Basically, political organization needs a guy to be like, well, what about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like- With literally everything you say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, not everything. At the end of the day, people who are in these positions have somewhat of common sense. But then once you are surrounded by everybody with the same fucking agenda and what they want to do. Right. And there's no backlash to it. Echo, echo. Yeah. <laughs> like- what do you think is going to be solved? Nothing. You need a guy like me who has literally clung to nothing. Yeah. Like ever. I've never accepted anything a hundred percent because I know that is stupid. Yeah. I have a rebuttal to everything ever, even math, even two plus two equaling four. Always. You do. And that's one of the things that this podcast needs. And that's why you are you. And that should never change. Yeah. Thank you. Let's get to the next week NFL, huh? Oh yeah, shit, I forgot about that. I was yeah. da, 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 da. Cow's feelings. Dude, and... there's there's a free parlay out there right now. All Just right. waiting for oh, the world. So you got the spread it. spreadies up? <clears throat> yeah, the spready bridgewaters. Yeah, run through those bad boys real quick. Yeah, you got it. I'm just gonna pull up this free parlay that I put together. It's just all the monster favorites, but we'll get to that at a later time. Okay, so Who's good? Who's bad? We still don't know. Week six on the docket. We start Thursday night football. The Buccaneers are favored seven at the Eagles on Thursday night football. Seven or six and a half? Seven is what I see currently on my phone. But Whatever. It doesn't even change my decision. Yeah. Um, And then the 830, is this another London game? Dolphins-Jags? Yes, it is a London game. So Dolphins favored three at London at Jaguars technically. Um, Bengals, Lions, Bengals favored three. Colts, Texans, Colts favored 10. Rams, Giants, Rams minus nine and a half. Chiefs football team, Chiefs minus seven. Bears, Packers, Packers minus four and a half. Vikings, Panthers, Vikings minus one. Chargers, Ravens, Ravens minus three. Cardinals, Browns, Browns minus three. Raiders, Broncos, Broncos minus three and a half. Cowboys, Patriots, Cowboys minus three and a half. 
Seahawks, Steelers, Steelers minus five. And then we cap it off on Monday night with Bills, Titans, Bills minus five and a half. Did, am I Bills reading? minus five and a half is free cash. What were you going to say, Brady? Am I reading this right that the Browns are favored over the Cardinals? Yeah. I know it's not too crazy, but I'm just making sure I was reading that right. Yeah. So, uh, Bucks, Tyler Murray was announced today that he's dealing with a right shoulder injury. That's oh, his throwing arm. Okay. Uh, that makes a little bit is, of there sense there then. Um, so the uh, five massive favorite parlay is Buccaneers money line, Colts money line, Chiefs money line, Rams money line, Cowboys money line. 50 gets you 136. I like that. I got a short one. Um, Bucks minus seven. Um, Against, Dolphin, against Dolphins minus Eagles. three and a half. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and like all year I'm saying like, oh, the Bucks don't, yeah, uh, don't ever cover. cover. Tommy never really covers. Even though he hasn't covered in his past like eight to nine primetime games, I'm taking him this week. I think the Eagles will be good eventually, but I think they just got a lot of things to figure out. The Buccaneers are hot. Tom Brady's going to win the MVP. I like the Buccaneers minus seven there. Um if if they give me another double digit fucking spread for the Texans, I'm gonna freak out. You need to put some fucking respect on their name. And, How but the reason, are you gonna put a double digit spread against a like with the team in favor being one and four? Yeah, and it's I'm I'm count I'm not counting on the Texans to keep this close for the first three quarters of the game, but the way the Colts fucking absolutely folded in the second half. This just screams right? back door for me. Don't. That's exactly yeah. like I, I'm 100% with you on that, Brady. Dude, so the, we should probably take the Colts. No, 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 no. This this if parlay, I'm so confident in. Like, I'm so confident in this. So we're going Bucks minus seven, Texans plus 10, and the Bears money line. Whoa. Wow. That's all I like this week. Oh, and then obviously, sorry, I have a fourth team to add, and it's the Panthers because they're playing... The Vikings, the Vikings. <laughs> and they're a fucking shit storm. Yeah. Um, they're literally like a tornado that is full of shit. But I got to, if the Colts could have just held on to that lead and not have been idiots, I, I would have won an astronomical. I think that's why you should maybe, money. they should maybe listen to Brez because it's such a fucking heart play to take the Texans, even though I've been taking them all year. But yeah. the way they folded for like against me too. Yeah. Bro, Davis right Mills had three more touchdowns than Tom Brady did against the New England defense. Yeah. He's not that terrible. <laughs> He's not that bad. Yeah, I <laughs> um but I I want to take the Rams minus nine and a half over the Giants. I like that. Giants. I like that bet with how I, many injuries they have, dude. Also, and Daniel Jones is probably not playing. Mike Glennon against anyone. I will take a spread minus 20 if Mike Glennon is the starter. Yeah. Also, like, I just can't not root for Matt Stafford this year. Me neither. Dude, 100%. I, I feel like I haven't Me been too. able to talk about that with you guys you yet. You haven't. Literally. Like, <laughs> like, if you don't want to see this guy succeed to like the maximum, you're just an ass. You're a jerk like, off. Yeah. Like he's had to deal with fucking losing teams. He had his best offensive weapon retire early because the organization kind of fucked him. And the NFL really lost out because he might have been the most talented wide receiver to ever fucking play the game. For sure. Aside from maybe Randy Moss. 100%. Like, 
Dude, and he brought that fucking franchise to the playoffs twice. Yeah. Kelvin Johnson stopped his career like maybe eight years short and still made the Hall of Fame. His nickname yeah, is that, Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting... That's a big robot for the folks back home. <laughs> he was getting double teamed by teams one in two corners. Yes. As a fucking second year player. That is insane. And they didn't have that, anybody else on the team that was any fucking good. Yeah. Dude, like, you don't even see that happen to Tyreek Hill. Like, Tyreek Hill gets double teamed by, like, the one and three now. Yeah. And, like. And, like, a safety pinch every once in a while. Yeah. But, like, all right. Yeah, well, but he also has Travis Kelsey as a safety net. Calvin Johnson had nobody. Yeah. Exactly. But that's also what makes Travis Kelsey elite compared to every other tight end is because he can't get double teamed the same way. 100%. But this is my parlay for the week. Bucks minus six. Um, Fuck, you guys are both taking the bucks. Yeah. I like them a lot. Okay. Kansas City coming off a bit another primetime loss. The Washington football team defense sucks. I can't believe that, dude. Neither can I. Over in that game, and Chiefs minus six and a half. Yeah. So I didn't get I like to him. But can we? <clears throat> so I was at the greatest game in the history of the world on Sunday, so I didn't get to watch Chiefs Bills. What fucking happened? They got their fucking asses whooped. The That's, score showed what happened. Like there the was Bills enough. defense exactly. is yeah. legit. Yeah. The like Bills the, defense played. The Bills well. are fucking awesome. Josh Allen's fucking awesome. Mahomes hasn't really looked like himself, but the they beat the fuck out of him. They How just did beat the him. Bills lose to the Steelers? Like, That's dude, I, I think the Bears could put up twenty eight points on the, the Chiefs, Chiefs defense. defense. Like they couldn't stop a fart. <laughs> like you're bar right. none. Like yeah. they they can't do anything, and that puts Mahomes <laughs> back against the wall. Yeah. And the Ravens were the first team to put the blueprint out. Like double team Tyree Kill. That's who Pat Mahomes is looking for yeah. every time. And then yeah. when he sees that he's not open, by the time that he's while well, yeah. he's waited three and a half seconds, yeah. the other DBs have caught up to the other wide receivers. He's got to throw it away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, because I was all over the money in DFS for that game. Um, I was. I had like four lineups in. Like three made it into the money because I had Pringle as one of the captains. But then you needed like the Bills D and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was just going to be a fucking shootout fest. But with the way the defenses are treating Tyreek Hill. Another fast wide receiver has to fucking step up, and it's Hardman or Pringle. Right. That's a great pick. I love Pringle. Yeah. I love Pringles. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Knock this. Knock this. From over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So. Uh, actually, my best more. plays haven't lost all year, actually. And my best play this week is the Bengals. Bengals ML? Yeah. Just minus three and a half. Uh, minus three and a half. People are going to think the Lions are c- going to come out swinging because their coach cried, but it, the season's over for them. And uh, the Bengals are better than a lot of people think. I think it's a close game, but they win by like a five or six, a weird number. Ooh. The Bengals are a very legit team. Yes. I. So the Raiders are playing the Broncos. I, my big play last week was Broncos over Steelers. I mm-hmm. thought Me the too. Broncos were going to be real good. Me too. Spoiler alert. Didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but Falcons, Saints, Jets, and 49ers are all on a bye. Good for the Falcons. Yeah, Leave they need London it. and get, get out of there. Yeah. You need it. Yeah. You really need it. On a W. This yeah, is the first. These are going to be the only two weeks where they will have a W for 14 days. Yeah. Good for um, them. 
the Jets really could have used some more momentum, so their their bye week should have came a little later. Yeah, they should just <laughs> they should have a bye for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um. All right. I think I like Cowboys minus three and a half too. They just know how to play football right now. They're hot. They're yeah. good. Their defense. Um, their defense changed everything in terms of fantasy. They were mm-hmm. they were supposed to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that they're good, why the fuck did would they pass like? If your defense is giving you points, yeah, you got to be. You wary. have one of the best running backs in football, and yeah. you also have an elite backup. Run the clock out, like deceptively pass to the tight ends. Like, there's mm-hmm. no reason for them. You got to be wary of like sneaker picks on uh, NFC East teams too that you thought were going to show out. Sneaker, yeah, barely newer. Ah! <laughs> It's our time. Our time is now. We've been saying it for so long, but now we really, really mean it. Let's go, Bulls. They're so back. Stay hydrated. Drink some water. Music by Pat Mallers and Charlie Foreman. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness here from us next week. Shot City, come on and ride with me. You catch your vibe with me This music that make you feel good Do it for the real ones Do it while I still can This is for the real fans We're singing along with a set of light shows I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too Shorty tryna come through They kick it like kung fu On the block cruise with the sunroof open I'm the one who everybody love Everybody wanna be like me I cha-cha real smooth Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do I break rules and race roofs Sit great goose with great juice I make moves and I make the music And hang loose, homie Fall back like I don't Wrong tie, can't sink, it's all dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly, curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine on God. I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my mindset, saying nothing to me now. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go right. Got it.